Every season is spooky season in our book. So settle in and prepare to be shook. You are listening to Shook, a comedic podcast about all things paranormal and unexplained. Hey friends, I'm Amanda. And I'm Santa. And fun fact, last night... Amanda and I had our very first Among Us game in the Discord, which just FYI, we were planning on doing a Twitch stream, but I got locked out of my account because I recently changed phone numbers, whatever. It's getting worked out. So in the meantime, we decided to just do it in a voice channel on our Discord. And we advertised it a little late in the game. And then when we advertised it, Instagram went down. So I don't know if anyone even saw our invitation. If they did, it might have been when it was too late, when we were already done, because Instagram was down for like an hour. And that's my bad, because I meant to post about it at least the day before. And then I just, I don't know why I didn't, but I did. Well, I'm kind of glad you didn't, because before the day before, we thought we were doing it on Twitch. We would have been spreading misinformation. But yeah, fun fact we had our first Among Us game. It was really fun. It was our first time playing Among Us in a while because that's one of the things that we love to do. And then also fun fact, we will be doing Twitch streams in the very near future on my Twitch account. My Twitch handle is Sandwich, S-A-N-N-W-I-T-C-H. And yeah, honestly, come on over, go ahead and give it a follow, set up your notification alerts for when we go live because we will hopefully be doing that at least a couple times a month maybe once or twice a month we're using my twitch account because i'm an affiliate on there and it's just kind of like bypassing the us having to earn the right to be an affiliate anyway whatever who cares about any of that um do you have any fun facts Well, first and foremost, you are the Twitch queen. I don't know anything about Twitch. Like (laughs) Santa and my sister Emily both have told me everything I know about it. And even then, my knowledge is limited. But trust the authority, the Tennessee Valley Authority, Santa. (laughs) Yep. Honestly, Emily is the one who taught me everything that I know about Twitch. Because Emily is a wonderful streamer on Twitch. She's been doing it for years. And... Honestly, I feel like she's the main reason I made affiliate. She got her community together and she would always bring her community to my streams. And then it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. But she taught me how to do everything. And in Twitch, there's a lot of moving parts to Twitch. Like I was saying last night, it was almost a relief that we were just doing it in Discord at the end of the day because of all of the moving parts. Yeah. And, And the fact that I wasn't able to get in there in a timely fashion to like make those updates it would have been a shit show so <laughs> y'all it's gonna be fine we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it how about that <laughs> yeah uh let's see so as for my fun fact i actually do have a great fun fact and that's that we just got a new patreon subscriber we really we did so shout out to our new patron mary kate Matz. Welcome, Mary-Kate. Thank you for joining us. We are so happy to have you. And if you are thinking about joining Patreon, we've got some exclusive content in there. And you also get a shout out on air. And let's see what else. You get a sticker. And we'll have other perks, too. I'm making the 
t-shirts that I'm about to order available on Patreon first. So I've got that going for us. And then um, Discord will have some exclusive stuff on there as well. And that's always a lot of fun. But yeah, that's, I think that's all I've got for my fun facts today. And that's a uh, great fun fact. I did not it, know about the page, the new patron. So that's exciting. Yes. You heard it here first. Um, Welcome Mary Kate. Uh, <laughs> woohoo! My only other thing is uh, today we're doing another round of shook stories. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Let's do it. Santa, I believe you go first. So I have a story from Lynn who submitted their story via the shookpodcast.com contact form, which we love to see. Hi, Amanda and Santa. I didn't know where to send this to, so I hope you find this and read it. You can call me Lynn. I'm a new listener from Indiana and a lover of all things paranormal and spooky. I thought I'd share a few firsthand experiences I've had with the paranormal slash other side in my 25 years of life. Enjoy. <laughs> You're also more than welcome to share any of these on your pod. Thank you, Lynn. Lynn came with the content. First story is short. My grandpa said, yes, like the sloth. And I were very close, but he passed away December 31st, 2017. I found out I was pregnant with my daughter at the beginning of March 2018. I always said that my grandpa sent her so that I wouldn't be alone after he left. Fast forward to 2021. My daughter was three years old, and my parents nor I hadn't really talked to her about my grandpa Sid. That's important. Anyway, we're at my parents' house one day, and she sees a photo of my grandpa and her grandma great and says I know that man with grandma great and before I could tell her that's her grandpa great she says he gives the tightest hugs and sloppiest kisses on the cheek I was frozen and started crying my grandpa was family famous for literally suffocating hugs and yes the sloppiest cheek kisses these would only happen when we first came to their home for a visit as a welcome and when we were heading out as a goodbye. I like to think he gave her a really tight squeeze and a sloppy cheek kiss before he sent her to me. My grandma likes to tell me every time I visit her with my kids that my grandpa would have absolutely loved my daughter and that she sees a lot of him in her. Keep in mind, I'm adopted. I have none of their genetics or mannerisms, but my daughter does. Just more proof to me that he sent her to me. To go along with that, my grandpa has visited me in my dreams and in said dreams has told me things like, I'm always here if you need to talk. I love you. I'm so proud of you. And my favorite, you're a great mom. I always knew you would be. Oh, that's so sweet. That is very sweet. Especially considering this is... um you know, the part where she says that she's adopted, so this isn't her, I guess, blood relative. It reminds me of the theories of soul families. Yeah. Um, which is a past life thing. Your soul family definitely doesn't have to be blood related to you in yeah. your current life. It's just interesting how that happened. Very cool. Very cool, Lynn. The genetics of it all. 
<laughs> the not genetics of it all, like, <laughs> right. I don't know. We're going to take turns reading the rest of the stories that you submitted because I have a feeling they're going to be great just based yeah. on that first one. Um, Amanda, would you like to read the second one? Absolutely. Okay. So Lynn, her second story, she says, now for some spooky stuff. Story number two. I used to live in my parents' rental house while going through my divorce. I had lived in the same house from birth until second grade, and then we moved into our new build. I hated the basement of our old house growing up. My mom is a cosmetologist and used to cut our hair down in the basement, and anytime I got my hair cut, I closed my eyes the entire time and bolted up the stairs as soon as the cape was taken off my neck. So I grow up and end up back in that same house as a 22-year-old with a baby and a ton of stress. <laughs> she says, and a ton of stress, LOL. <laughs> I refuse to use the basement as storage because even as an adult, I just got bad vibes from it. Plus, I had two extra rooms upstairs, so I just used those. I had to go to the basement to check on some plumbing one day. My daughter was at her dad's this week, and I was on the phone with my dad so he could tell me what to check. And just because I was scared of it, I checked what I needed to check, and then I headed for the stairs to go back up to the main level. Now, my basement door had a spring, so if it wasn't held open on the main level, it would slam shut. Before I headed down to the basement this day, I made sure to prop the door with a heavy-duty door stop. So I hit the bottom step, and I feel this cold breeze behind me. It spooked me, but nothing more than a few goose pimples. I hit the second step. And then the third, suddenly I was nudged, tripped over my own feet, and hit the fourth and fifth step on my hands and knees. Ouch! Right as I fell, my basement door slammed shut up top. Now I'm panicking. I remembered my dad was on the phone. As I pick it up off the step, I see that I'm still on the call, but I hear no noise on the other end. Then I hear a young girl's voice say, tag, and another little nudge. When I tell you I have never ran up the stairs, busted through the basement door, grabbed my car keys, and peeled out of my driveway faster, I mean it. Yes. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> when I get out of the driveway, I realize I'm still on the call with my dad. I hear background noise and him saying, hello? Hello? And I said, oh my god, dad, did you hear any of that? And he said, any of what? You told me you were going back upstairs and then the line went out. But we were still connected, so I stayed on since you didn't say goodbye yet. A few weeks later, I had a few terrible anxiety attacks and had my daughter sleeping with me in my room. We were both almost passed out when she sits up and says, Mommy, who dat other mommy and little girl? And points to a dark corner of my room. I wanted to burn the house down at this point. We went and stayed at my parents' house after that night. Oh my god. <laughs> My parents had some renters in the house before I moved in. One of the kids of that family went to my high school and told me about how both him and his little brother would wake up in the middle of the night to either a little girl or a grown woman in a black dress at the foot of their beds. I shrugged it off back then, but as of 2020, I fully believe him. There is something in that house. I don't know who or what, but they are there. And I got real bad vibes from them. That is so scary. I actually lived in a townhouse when I was a little kid. And we had a basement 
that had very steep steps going down. And I always got the heebie-jeebies down there. I have no idea why because as far as I know, like nobody died in, in that house or anything. But I would do the same thing. I would bolt up the stairs every single time. And the only spooky thing that we saw down there at any time, well, my mom saw was a snake. I like snakes, but that was literally it. There was no no ghost mom or child. <laughs> so yeah, I that's crazy. What, what I can't believe is the fact that She's on the phone with her dad, and in his world, she says, I got to go, and that's that. But in her world, she hears the girl on the phone? That's crazy. Like, tag, you're it, hee hee. That's scary. Everybody loves a good ghost story. From the renowned haunting of the Amityville Horror House, to the lesser-known curse of the Bassano vase, legends of the ghostly and macabre have been fascinating and frightening us for centuries. But have you ever wondered if there's any truth behind the lore? Over the last eight years that I've spent as a paranormal researcher, I have constantly asked one important question. Is this a hoax, or could it truly be a haunt? I'm Courtney Hayes, host of the podcast Haunts, where every week I dissect another ghostly legend in an effort to find the truth that lies within. Listen to Haunts for free on your favorite podcasting app and help me to unveil the unknown. That was story number two. And Santa, mm-hmm. do you want to do the third one? Yes. Story number three from Lynn. Something that could be, oh, you're going to love this one, Amanda. Ooh. Something that could be commonly written off as mental illness is sleep paralysis. And unfortunately, I have my fits with it. It started around puberty, 12 or 13, and it happens both while falling asleep and waking up. My sleep paralysis demon is a black figure taller than my ceilings, so it has to arch its back to fit in the room. It has long, straggly hair, but that's all I can ever make out. In my early days of dealing with it, I obviously lived with my parents. In my childhood bedroom, my closet doors faced my bed, but my closet doors weren't your run-of-the-mill wooden doors. No, no. My closet doors were, get this full-length mirrors okay so she had the ballet studio in her room (laughs) as a kid it wasn't weird to me it was cool I had the best mirror okay there you go (laughs) as a kid it wasn't weird to me it was cool I had the best mirror for pre-dance photos etc (laughs) but now as an adult I almost feel like I opened a portal without even knowing it They say to never have a mirror face you while you sleep or have two mirrors facing each other. I don't know the logistics of it all, but I know that I've moved a lot since moving out of my parents' house. But until my most recent home, I have had a full-length mirror in my bedroom and practically nightly sleep paralysis episodes. I still have them, but they're very rare, and my demon doesn't get as close to me as it did all the other times before. For reference, it used to come from the other side of my room to literally right over my head. 
and now it looks smaller and stays in the furthest corner of my bedroom. My episodes are much shorter now as well. And like I said at the beginning, most will write it off as part of my mental illness, which I do agree with the points of I'm less stressed now and high stress levels can make it worse and low stress levels can make it bearable or eliminate it. But I can't help thinking it has something to do with those mirrors. This isn't all of my stories, and I do have a nice spirit in my current home who I actually love having around, so if you want to hear about Mabel, the friendly ghost, I'll be glad to write in again. Thanks for reading. You guys are doing great at what you do, so keep doing it. You have found another new lifelong listener in me. Lynn! Oh, Lynn! Lynn, this was like the most action-packed one we've had besides the demon one in our last Shook Stories episode. You came you came with the content, honey, and we love to see it. And we want, this is what we want. We want any and every instance that you have. Send it. And definitely I want to hear about Mabel. And I'm dying to know why her name is Mabel. And I also want to share that I love the name Mabel because of the show Gravity Falls. And Mabel is the cutest character voiced by Kristen Shaw, and yeah, it's a great show, but yeah, that's what that reminded me of, so I want to hear all about Mabel. Yes, uh, please Mabel content always, always bring the Mabel content. Fun fact, my sister and brother-in-law's dog is named Mabel. I love that. She's an adorable Labrador retriever. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting her yet because they live up in D.C., but I've seen all the photos, and she's adorable. Yeah. I love the name Mabel. It's so cute. Right. Yes. Please keep sending your stories in, and thank you so much for sending what you did, because that was literally three-fourths of our uh, Shook stories today. Also, Lynn, thank you so much for the words of affirmation as well, because you have no idea how much that was needed today, (laughs) and that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. (laughs) God. For the love of God, someone shoot me. (laughs) Or say something nice to me. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, Santa, I do have one last story that is from someone different. And now for someone completely different. Do you want to know who the story comes from? Yeah. Okay, so the story I'm about to tell you comes from my mom, Amy. <gasps> Amy. Yes. Amy Glitter Creations, also known as Set Mom. Yes, we love you, Mom. Okay, so this is from my mom. She says, hey, ladies, Amanda's mom here to report a few personal ghost stories. About 10 years ago, I traveled to Charleston with Amanda and Emily for some birthday fun and a ghost tour. I should note, I was not a believer in ghosts until this visit to Charleston. She really did not believe at all. She goes on to say, We visited the Charleston jail where the tour guide explained that pirates had once been in prison there long, long ago. Our tour guide encouraged us to take photos, and so we did. During this tour, I experienced a very cold feeling around me. This was in the dead summer, and there was definitely not an air conditioner vent above me. As I was leaving the jail, 
I noticed these heavy chains that were around a certain area with the displays, and these chains, super heavy chains, started swinging hard. And like I said, these were solid metal chains. No wind, no AC, and no one nearby that could have moved those. After the tour, I decided to look through the tour photos we had taken, and I saw some apparitions that I did not notice while taking them. To my amazement, I saw images of pirates standing in the room and so many orbs. It was something to witness, and Amanda can corroborate all of this. Yes, we literally got photos of pirates and I need to find them. It was very I was about to say, I want to see them pics. I'm going to have to find it because I I took the photos on like an old, some old DSLR camera. And I don't remember if I posted them to Facebook or not. But any who's it's, um, that chain, it literally was doing this. It was Mm. anchored from one wall to like a pole. And nobody was near it. We turned the corner and it's swaying back and forth. It was crazy. My mom continues. She says, and then in my first trip to Savannah, I was already a ghost believer. And so I wanted to go on a ghost tour. The tour guide at the Sorrel Weed House, A, had told many stories about this house and it was so creepy. The vibe was so scary, especially in the basement. I think Amanda mentioned the EMF detectors in a recent episode. At the Sorrel Weed House, I took many pictures in dark places, and when I viewed them later, I saw many orbs again and an image of a woman, man, and child, and it looked like they were looking through the door. I was amazed. It was a great experience, and I would totally recommend this tour. During this trip, my girls and I stayed at the haunted house, the East Bay Inn. During our stay, we had a few creepy experiences. We were in for the night, and I was awoken by a sound of a creaking door. These doors were very heavy, and when we moved, they would creak. The door to the bathroom creaked really bad. My daughters were still in the room with me, and they were sound asleep when I was awoken by the door creaking. It sounded like the bedroom door. I heard this ghost that lives here likes to aggravate you, but overall, he was a nice ghost. Amanda had her own experience at the East Bay Inn also, But that may be too embarrassing or personal to share, so I will leave that up to her. Anyway, those are some of my creepy stories. Love you both, Amy. Thank you, Amy, for sending those. I am actually also surprised to find out that Amy is a believer. Oh, yeah. Because I did not, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure she was a skeptic. She was skeptical literally my whole life until that trip to Charleston, but she's right. At the very end of that story she sent about the East Bay Inn, there is some embarrassing content that I'm not willing to make public. So I feel like you have skated around that before on previous episodes. Like you've mentioned it and you're like, I don't think I'm going to talk about this, but I might talk about it on Patreon. Is that what yeah. this is? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have to do it on Patreon because I don't know. There's just certain people that might not. I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of embarrassing and I don't want anybody to be like you really did that like what I don't know you'll see you'll find out more on that at 11 we should totally put it on the patreon we will 
Yeah, you you heard it here first. Stay tuned because Amanda is going to be soon recording her embarrassing ghost encounter that she will not share on the podcast. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a Patreon exclusive. That's right. You heard it here first. But yeah, that's our uh, that's our show for the day, I think, isn't it? Yeah, we kept it real cute today. We kept it real real short, real cute. Real tidy. Kept it kept it tight. <laughs> <laughs> we like to keep it right and keep it tight here at Shook Podcast. But also but also like with me just like having meltdowns throughout that was our shook stories episode and we kept it light right and tight this time (laughs) yeah we kept it real cute this week we like to keep it cute because if it ain't cute put it on mute yeah (laughs) Yeah. and santa santa before we say goodbye did you know did you realize did you realize that it's already gemini season Yes. It's your time to shine. It is. That started tomorrow. So that's probably also part of why I'm acting like a fucking brat today. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. You need to eat. I do need to eat. I'm being a brat because I need to eat. So that's our show. Thanks again for all the spooky stories you guys sent in. And we always look forward to reading those. So if you want to send in a personal paranormal encounter, you can do so via email at shookparanormalpod at gmail.com. Or you can send in a contact form, as Santa pointed out. You just go to shookpodcast.com. You can't miss it. I want to say I called the tab, share your spooky story or something like that. Um, Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. If you want to page me. Yeah. It's okay. Um, Keep sending (laughs) us your stories. We can't wait to read them. And yeah. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into Shook. New episodes of Shook drop every other Wednesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Soon to be wherever you find your podcasts. Check out our show notes for more information on this week's episode, our social links, and more. Until next time, stay shook. Hey, do you have a personal paranormal encounter that you'd like to share with us? Visit our website, shookpodcast.com, to fill out our contact form. Or you can send us an email at shookparanormalpod at gmail.com.